Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Beers for Good Show! Welcome to the Beers for Good Show. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the Ryan Bilkington! Tell us about the show, Ryan. <laughs> What's that character's name again? Ryan From Pilkington? Metal, full Metal or something. <coughs> Full metal. Oh, I had a the metal thing that we were talking about earlier. Full metal jacket. No, the metal. Metal. No, no. Oh, heavy metal. The, heavy metal. the movie heavy metal. Yeah. The original. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Noro. Noro. <laughs> Welcome to the Best for Good Show. Oh crap. We are. I know. had a transition, but see, I know I am no good at this, Marcus. <laughs> just put take it out of studio mode. Take it out of studio mode. What for? Because then you just click on it and it just changes. Oh, okay. All right. Boom. There you go, Ryan. Wow. Sorry, Pretty Ryan. face of you. That, that, that's a $100 million face right there. Booyah! In the house. I think maybe I'll just leave it on this. <laughs> that makes sense. Tell us about the show, Ryan. Man, we're in the apocalyptical uh, pandemic coronavirus podcasting world. world right now coming at you live. This is the Best for Good Show, shining some light in the darkness. And here we go with episode. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's that episode. Episode, whatever it was, is. Anyways, thanks for joining us for episode uh, of the Best for Good Show. And we're going to be sitting down with Marcus C. Marcus C. in the house. <laughs> That's funny. The title of the show today is Innovative, Forward Thinking, and Epic Experiences with Marcus C. With Marcus C. And we have not done a show for a while. You're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed to say that. We're all transparent. We've done shows. Oh, we are transparent. Okay, transparent. it's been a while since we've done a show, people. So we're the Marcus rusty. was walking by, and we're like, dude. And Marcus was like, hey, I, I thought you were going to let me be on the show. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And so we said, well, then come on and get in here. And so we're going to make a commitment to do more shows. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, we. With Marcus. He might pop up. I think we're just going to do, from now on, the Biz for Marcus show. Yeah. The Biz for Good show with Marcus. Marcus. See? See. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you saying yes, or are you saying his last name? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Uh, Very good. All right. Welcome, you awesome, amazing listener out there. The Biz for Good show is a fun and powerful podcast experience, sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success, the connections we make by loving and being good. Yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world. It's time to rise against the noise and flutter with the good. (laughs) The Biz for Good show, not just a podcast, it's a movement. (laughs) It's time to get Hey, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we have too much fun on the show. That's uh, I miss this, man. We, we, we need to do this too more because it's fun. And I've forgotten how much fun uh, the Biz for Good show is. Thank you, Marcus, for showing up. I said I wanted to do... Is there something we need to do before we do the Google challenge? Just press the button. Well, you guys never asked press for my what bio. Button? You guys skipped my bio. Oh, we skipped his bio. That's cool. Sorry. There's the bio. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tell us about hey, yourself, Marcus. Tell us about yourself, Marcus. Oh, you know, uh, I don't really have anything to say now. <laughs> Jerk. You no. Know, this is I uh, a train wreck. <laughs> that's okay. As long as I'm not driving, it's fine. <laughs> Um, no, I grew up in Montana. Uh, I was born and raised in Kalispell, Montana, and I lived there until I was about 18, moved to California, got into... The classic moved from the small town to the big city. Yeah, moved uh, moved to the big city, had culture shock, was afraid to drive on the freeways, afraid I was going to get smashed between two semis. You know, we didn't have traffic in Montana. And two then uh, I, I was so scared when I moved to L.A. that I wanted to carry an expandable police baton, which ultimately led, uh, ultimately led to me becoming a security officer in the state of California, which then led into my career in security, high-profile security, stuff like that, armed security. Which then, right? Yeah, you guys didn't know this about me, did oh, you? Oh, I did. Okay. Well, you, you didn't know this You about went me. from milking cows to shooting people? I went from shooting cows to shooting people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, quit interrupting me. Oh, Bobby. Okay. Sorry. There, oh. I was interrupted. There was no, no cows harmed during my time in Montana. That's good. That's good. Not even tipping? No. But I... <laughs> Like I said, shooting, lots of shooting. <laughs> shooting. Uh, and then, uh, so <clears throat> moved to uh, to Portland, Oregon, and you know I became homeless. Lived in a homeless shelter for three months. I uh, got back on my feet and started getting. A, I got a job in sales, and that ultimately turned into me being an entrepreneur, which then turned into me meeting my wife, which then turned into me moving to Salt Lake City with her and uh, doing security again. And then creating a video production company and a bunch of different video-related businesses. Wow. Yeah, he's had it. That's quite the story. Quite the, uh, quite the turn of events. Yeah, oh, it's there's a lot more, but I don't think we have time. <laughs> That's for the next episode that I'm on. That's for the next episode. That's right. We Digging Deep with Marcus C. 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 Yes. <laughs> he's like, I never get that. I never get that from that cool uh, 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 google challenge google challenge google, google, challenge. google challenge so we're gonna pit marcus c against google you gotta give me the other thingy oh you want this one yeah. wait <laughs> nice yes that one goes Turn out on. to my wife <laughs> now we're gonna say that throughout the show thanks turda all right, Google Challenge. Google Challenge. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know how this works. We are going to ask Google a question. We're going to find out on the third page of Google what Google has as an answer, and then we're going to get a rebuttal or a a uh, no, that's bullcrap from Marcus, and he's going to tell us how it really is. And if Marcus answers better than Google, then he wins. I don't understand what we're doing. That's okay. <laughs> we got, where is That's okay. So thing? what we have done is we have Don't put into me. Google right now, we have put into Google innovative, forward-thinking, epic experience. We have put that into Google. And now he, if, have we went? We have gone to the third page of Google. We are looking at the third page because that's the page that everybody really loves. Do you skip the ads? 
Yes, we usually skip the ads. Is this an ad? Yes, it says ad above it. So that it says ad. It says ad right there. So we're gonna skip that one. I'm skipping. Epics. I think we're gonna have to use it though, because it's the only one that's really close to program. Well, no, if it's not close, I can just rebut rebut it. So uh, that's unfair to me. Right. Hey, what are you doing, Ryan? Why are you looking? He's cherry picking to make sure that I lose this yeah, game. Well, yeah. What I learned from frogs in Texas. <laughs> now that's that sounds pretty fun. Uh, are you using design to drive innovation for your company? Oh, that's boring. Yeah, uh, there boring. are epic changes to the EPRD. Oh my gosh, bright ideas. The most, the fifteen most innovative meetings. Ugh. This is interesting because I have such a good title for this episode, and the content is so boring. <laughs> it's lame. No thanks. Allow. You just allowed it. Okay. People are at, at, attend meetings are looking for solutions to business challenges, to career obstacles, to big global problems. It's up to the meeting organizer to create a setting where people can find the answers. This year's list of the top 15 most innovative meetings have done just that, and now... We're sharing their insights with you. In researching this list, we've noticed some trends. Several meetings on our list made an effort this year to focus on diversity and inclusiveness. Notable at a time when meeting panels are being called out for their lack of diversity. This is the year the term man... Manals? Manals. Manals or all-male panels. Oh, manals. <laughs> all-male panels entered the popular lexicon. Other meetings on the list are tackling how to provide education in new formats, better facility, facilitate networking, and incorporate, incorporate technology in novel and useful ways. We're getting uh, way boring. Okay. Train wreck. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> so what's your rebuttal to that? Uh, what do you think about that? I agree. This has nothing. Like, uh, this yeah. talks about. So then you talk about innovative, whatever that stuff yeah, is. Yeah. What, what is innovative forward thinking epic experience for Marcus C? So it means doing things. So being innovative, doing things differently than other people are currently doing, whether it's in business or just in your personal life. Forward thinking, thinking of ways to not only improve, you know, what's currently being done, but uh, to improve the innovation. And then uh, all- innovative and forward thinking are two different things. I believe so, because you can you can change. Let's see, you can be innovative and you can change one thing and be happy with that. But if you're forward thinking, you can think about what comes next after you've already next changed iteration. It. Right. So forward thinking is the start. Yes. And then innovation is... No, the, innovation is the start, and forward thinking would be followed. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Innovation is, is you, you create... Forward thinking is you keep doing. You yeah. keep iterating. You keep making it Thus, better and better. 2.0, 3.0, 5.0. Right. And right. then ultimately, that should lead to epic experiences for whoever is involved or uh, impacted by whatever innovation and forward thinking happen. I like the epic because epic well because if if, if you literally legitimately are completely different and different than everything else that's out there you can't help but be epic right i mean yep. isn't that kind of the whole point of it if nobody's ever seen this before who wow this is a big deal right or if they have seen it and now it's being done in a uh, a more efficient manner or something that better fits and tailors to them then it's it seems epic do, yeah. you, have, do you have an example of a company <laughs> that you follow that you like mine <laughs> Hey, there we go. <laughs> I mean, how is Ariel and 360 
how does it fit these innovate forward thinking epic experience? So uh, one of, as a Aerial 360 Productions for those that are listening that have no clue who I am, right? Yep. yep. Uh, it's a, a video production company. We work with companies all over the United States, and we have multiple different people that we employ. And one of our goals is to not only take the existing traditional ways that companies have done video production uh, and make them better, but also to make them more give the client more control over it. So being innovative means taking what they've experienced already and making that better. For uh, for example, giving them control over the project, letting them actually choose their budget, all that fun stuff. Uh, forward thinking means that we're constantly, lo- constantly looking for ways to make that experience a little bit better and more smooth and less cumbersome for them. And then the epic experiences just come out of that, you know, if, if the client has a better experience and it's easier and it's a, a more smooth process, then of course they have an epic experience. Epic meaning they just really are satisfied with the experience. This was just really great to work with you and your company. And we gauge that by referrals. If we get referrals, we assume that somebody had an epic experience. In today's age of user experience, epic experience, I think, takes it up a notch. Yeah, absolutely. Experience. My wife has a problem with the word though, and we're trying to figure it out. Maybe you can help me. The word epic? Food forward. What does that mean? Food forward. Yeah, there's these restaurants that go, we're food forward. Does that mean they're beyond meat? Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. What's food forward? Anyways, we're talking about innovative, forward-thinking, epic experience. Food forward is food definitely forward is is forward-thinking, right? Forward-thinking. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me, Marcus. We've stopped him. It doesn't make sense to me, other than you know they're making their own twists on food, like those Asian fusion types of. Is that food forward? Yeah, which which is like we're 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 trying to be different. We're trying to be modernized Asian food or modernized Mexican food. So if they would go back and just be innovative, innovative food, forward thinking. Innovative in the way they treat their customers. I think it's their word choice. (laughs) I think if they didn't say food forward, I think it'd be better. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who said that. We should we should probably start asking Marcus some actual questions. Real questions? Yeah, yeah. For the show. Okay. I should have I should have had the episode be called Food Forward. Then I couldn't have rebuttaled it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Food forward. Oh yeah. Just 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 with that said, I I do think we we need to say officially that Marcus won that. Yeah. Google failed miserably. There was nothing about yeah. innovativeness. Google failed miserably on that. Uh, so congratulations, Marcus, for winning. Had I known... Thank you. <laughs> had, I, had I known it was going to be on the third page, I would have worked on my website and tried to get that up there. On the third page. <laughs> on the third page. <laughs> Instead of the 16th. Uh, yeah, Marcus doesn't believe in social media. He thinks it's... Uh, or web presence. Or web presence. I'm a terrible business owner. <laughs> Except that you... You have clients, which which is beautiful because people fight so hard for their web presence, for all this stuff, and you do not have to have those things necessarily. Yeah, they can help, but I think you're proof that you can grow a business really just by word of mouth. An epic experience beats out web presence every day. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Marcus, tell us about the, the, the first time or biz for good meant something to you or or how what happened in your life that made you go you know being good and doing good is a is something that i want to do in my life it doesn't have to be business related right nope correct all right so going back to my homelessness 
right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was I was living in Portland, Oregon. I was homeless for. There's uh, a lot of. Oh, sorry, there's a lot of homeless people in there. There is. <clears throat> there is a lot of homeless people. Is that why you went there to be homeless? I wanted to experience the hippie life. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> no, um, no. I had gone, and uh, it's it's interesting because I had moved there in the pursuit of a lot of money, which ultimately led to me being broke and homeless. <laughs> so go figure, right? If you chase the wrong things, you know mm, it doesn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Understood. You got the hiccups, Bobby? Nope. All right. Does it does it look like I do? It sounds like it. It does. Did I hiccup in the in the mic? You did. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a hiccup. That's just All right. Uh, Tick. That's just a nervous tick. But <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> um, and so uh, ultimately I'd become homeless and there was uh, I, I got in contact with somebody at the local hospital because I was uh, I was like, man, I don't know what to do with my life. You know, I'm really super miserable. And they set me up with a social worker and, and they they found a bed at a homeless shelter for me. And the first night I went to the homeless shelter, I left. Like, this is a homeless shelter that's packed. I had a reserved bed. I went in there, looked at everybody, and was like, screw this. And I left uh, and slept out on the streets. And that was a miserable night. And then the next night I went back, and I was like, please let me in. You know, I'm sorry. I was nervous. And, uh, and I ended up going in this homeless shelter. And I remember thinking at the time, you know, I really hate my life right now. But when I look back on it, it's going to be a great experience. And really, you thought that I did. I actually, I had actually mentioned that to somebody. I said, you know, right now it really sucks, but I'm going to, I'm hopefully I'm going to learn a lot out of this or I'm going to get shanked in the homeless shelter and die. Uh, and so yeah, one or the other, one or the other. And so what ended up happening was I, I was like 22, 21, 22. And I posted on, on Craigslist and I said, Hey, I'm this 21 year old kid. I don't have a job. I'm looking, I've just fallen on hard times. I need somebody to help me out. And this guy, his name was Ed Bonnet, he, uh, he reached out and he said, hey, uh, let's go to dinner, let's talk, let's see what your situation is and see if I can help you out. Hmm. So From a Craigslist From a Craigslist ad, right? And so, and this is a fantastic story because it kind of sounds a little creepy, right? Right. Uh, well, it could have went a but different it, way. It, it could have. Sounds good so far. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. But uh, He didn't eat you. He didn't eat me. Yeah. He bought me dinner. Uh, or shank you. Or shank me. <laughs> so we went to dinner and we talked a little bit. And ultimately his offer was, hey, I'll give you a room for a month. You can do housework and yard work and stuff for $10 an hour to, to pay for the rent. But after 30 days, I need somebody that's going to pay rent. So you either got to find somewhere else to go. You got to get a job, whatever it is. And I was super grateful for that. I didn't even have a, a bed. I remember I had an air mattress and it had a hole in it, and so I actually used that as a blanket for like the first three three weeks. It was terrible. I was looking for a job, um, and I ended up finding one, and I ended up staying at that house for almost a year hmm. and became really good friends with Ed, and there's a couple other roommates, and I actually volunteered uh, over 100 hours back at that homeless shelter once I got back on my feet within one month. So I was there volunteering like eight hours a day. It was great. Pay it forward. For sure. And so... Uh, hmm. Ed really showed me that even if you're in a bad situation, like there's still people out there that are willing to help you if you're willing to help yourself. I learned a lot about the resources that were available to me as a homeless person. And I also learned a lot about the compassion that people have for individuals that really want to help themselves. And then that, that changed my life. It changed the whole way I view things. Um, also spending time at the homeless shelter changed my opinion about giving money and stuff to homeless individuals because I know the programs that are out there for them. And uh, it was 
It was really. What do you mean it changed? How did it change? Yeah, I, I, I used to give money to the homeless individuals, mm. and you know, because if I had money, and oh man, you know, I grew up, and it's like, well, they don't have something that they need, so I'm giving them some money. Three years later, I still see the same people at that homeless shelter, and I'm like, what are you guys doing with your life? Like, look where I'm at compared to you. You have the same same advantages, and so I learned that a lot of people just live that lifestyle because they don't have to work; they can just get money. So, uh, so it changed my opinion on that. On that, it made me a far more compassionate for uh, homeless people in general because a lot of them were just down on their luck. And I think right now with this pandemic going on, it's a great example of you know people that are losing their their homes or they're gonna you know they're worried about that. And it's not because they made poor choices. It was just a situation. Yeah. So that wow. was that was my cool. first uh, the first major memory I have about. You know, somebody doing good for somebody me and, for and, and all that fun stuff and me that's cool. paying it forward. That's a good story. I never knew that about me, did yeah, you? Yeah, that's awesome. You yeah. got layers, brother. Layers. I'm like, a, like an onion. I'm like a cake. <laughs> yeah. cake. Yeah, I'm sweeter the deeper you dig into me. <laughs> sweeter the deeper you dig. Yeah, yeah, you pretend to have this hard shell. So you're more like an Eminem. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's a good one. I'm like a pistachio. <laughs> Tough to get through that shell because sometimes they're not cracked. Once they're cracked, oh, when they're not cracked, it's impossible. I throw those away. Them. See, and this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, throw him away. He's not cracked open yet. Well, uh, the next question we have is: What is your commitment to living a biz for good life, or Marcus C. Marcus C. Or how does that look or feel to you? Or I love this because uh, as as a, a narcissist, egotistical male that I am, <laughs> I. Uh, I, Come on, I, tell us what you think. <laughs> I, I find yeah, a lot of joy in coach. helping other people because it makes me feel good about uh, about myself. And so, you know, I just, and you guys have seen it. Those those of you listening don't know, but every day I try to help somebody and improve their business or improve their life with a, uh, a positive, you know, direction or strategy. He always asks me every day, how can I help you? And he means it. And he means it. A lot it. of people do that and they don't mean it. I've, seen, I've seen Marcus help a lot of people. The, with nothing and, and i and i talk about this a lot you know on our show we talk about it but it's like they're waiting for the pitch okay when's he gonna pitch me on the thing he's gonna help him with but no marcus is really just doing it to to help that person that's it there is no motive behind it i'll, I'll always ask you how i can help you until you actually give me a response yeah and I'll, <laughs> I'll just walk away yeah i haven't been really I've been, i'm trying to think of what we'll let him put uh, how can you help i need a ferrari for, All right. Well, I need a babysitter right now. Yeah, babysitter. So do I. Oh my gosh. Man. Not me. I'm out of that stuff. <laughs> Love it. Free, free, free. <laughs> yeah. For the, yeah. for those of you out there that uh, have kids, don't have kids. <laughs> I think yeah. we all in this room have kids. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for a thing. But it was hard. Yes. It's hard. Kids are hard. Freaking hard. <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Ryan, it it, it will get. Worse. Yeah. And then it'll get worse. 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 But then it'll get, get good. Worse. There'll be a lot of little good things in between, too. You know, there's nothing better than coming home and having your kid yell and scream, Daddy, Daddy's home, Daddy's home. That is a really cool thing. It yeah. really well, is. I miss that now that my youngest is 15, 14, um, and he doesn't do that anymore. Hey, just, Dad, what's up? Although he did come hug me the other day when I came home. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, make, sure, make sure you post a lot of things on Facebook about the good times. Because when those memories come up, you're going to be like, dang, what happened? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's you'll a good idea. Because the they do oh, pop up so and I go, oh, man. So fun. So fun. Okay. Anyway. Did we get off track or what? That's all good. Uh, 
We're the so guys. what is a challenge that you could give our listeners? Something out there. What what can you give our listeners to to nibble assist them with their life and their work? I would say I would say I challenge all the listeners to do something that's going to positively impact at least one person's life every day. Every single day. Every day. And it doesn't have to be a bunch of people, but just at least one person, a different person. Like, you know, <laughs> I positively impact my wife every day, like impact her life every day. And so I wouldn't Hopefully. count. Yeah, I wouldn't count that as me, like, you know, going out there and doing something for somebody. It's just mm. other people just do random good stuff. And you, you know, you say that and you do that. I mean, you call people, you talk to people out of the blue and, and, and give them advice it, it, I, you live what you say, so I, I appreciate that you you say that to the listeners and that it's a a, a real thing. Yeah, nobody's gonna believe that I'm actually all these things. It's They're okay. not. No, unless you know me, I'm this narcissistic, egotistical guy, right? <laughs> like I got this hard outer shell. He's, I'm just he's going so on. full of crap. Every time he says that, says, yeah, I don't care about nothing. Uh, then, then he goes and helps somebody. You would you you give somebody the shirt off your it's back? It's a conundrum. Yeah, I, I would take my shirt off. He yes, does he take it off. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Very often. Probably. I don't know. Why are we saying that? What are we talking about? It's an inside <laughs> joke. Marcus. Uh, I smell gas. What are we I all going to do? Like natural gas? Yeah. I do too. We're all going to die. You don't smell it? I smell something. That's interesting. Remember that time on the show when the that alarm, fire, the fire, fire alarm, alarm went off? Out. We had to leave the show. During and it. the dude stayed on. He was on. He was on Zoom or whatever, and so he stayed on. And we came back like forty minutes later, and he was still there. And we finished the interview. It was amazing. That was crazy. Too bad it's not live because the explosion you'll never see it then. Yeah. Come on, whoa. Oh yeah. It was nice knowing everyone. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Very good. Just remember, I did good for people. <laughs> remember that last words. It's my last words. Uh, okay, so this goes back to the title. Uh, what makes your business different than any other business or personal development or business? Forget that last part. You're not personal. <laughs> what that makes, was an old, old question. Here, I'll read it. Yeah, what you makes it. your business different from any other business or person personal development program? <laughs> I'm not. So that's that's what makes it different. I'm not a personal development program. Right? No, my uh, my company you know focuses on being innovative, forward thinking, and providing epic experiences, and so. That's just in the film world, that's something that not a lot of creatives focus on. They focus more on mastering their craft and you know being good at what they do and creating a great product, whereas we focus on making the user experience you know better. Our first focus is customer experience, and then the second focus is video and photography. So that's what makes us different. And I think that's the key. A lot of people in businesses think that it's their thingy that's the most important part. But it's actually the customer that's the most important part and giving them the experience that they'll want to come back or, like you said, tell somebody else about you. Right. That's where you've got something great. It's not necessarily about your thing, your service. It's about knocking out of the part for that client. Yeah, and there's definitely companies out there that provide a better type of a service or not service, but a better quality of a product. Maybe they're shooting 4K, 8K or whatever. But people come to us because they have a better experience than they do with that 4K stuff. That's the essence of the biz for good show. The be good, do good. That's the essence of it. You got it. You're down. Bam. Uh, 
All right. I don't know what I got, but we're good. <laughs> because, right? Yeah. Customer service. Customer service. When the user you experience. focus on the customer and what will make them happy instead of what you think they need even, that's all irrelevant. But if you focus on what that customer can experience to have a good experience, they are going to come back. And the same thing, and I talk about it with your employees, the same exact thing with your employees. When you treat your employees with respect and you show them that you appreciate them, you're going to keep them and you're going to have amazing customer service for your customers. Because I don't care how much you tell your clients to have good customer service. If they hate working for you, you can't teach them how to be good to the clients. And you, you said earlier you get, you get uh, referrals. Mm-hmm. We're about, our company works about 93% on referrals and repeat customers. And that is proof right there of how the user experience, being good, doing good, gets you Makes the business. Yep. Or I'm just cheap. Or he's cheap. Cheap is not. We know that cheap doesn't necessarily cut it. You, if you're the cheapest, but you suck, I am still not going to use you. <laughs> That's my deal with the dollar store. Pisses me off the dollar store. You know, yeah, it was just a buck, but I would like it to work once before it breaks. <laughs> I think. I if think if it doesn't work one time before it breaks, I just threw away the buck. It doesn't matter how cheap it was. And right. I think it's a, a really good good lesson for businesses to, to understand that the better experience your customers have, the more you can charge. Cause yes. we can, yes. we consistently raise our prices in different areas and our customers don't balk at it at all because Absolutely. they know what they're getting. Yes. Exactly. yes. It's huge. We talk about the biz for good. The biz for good is not about giving away or not making money. Absolutely not. The more good you do, the more money you'll make truthfully. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Wow, this was awesome. Hey, tell 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 the folks about where to find Marcus. How can people get in touch with you and connect and all that good stuff? So you can find uh, my video production company at aerialin360.com. It'll take about eight seconds for that web page to load because, again, don't care about online presence. So if you go there, make sure you have some popcorn and some, you know, a drink. Because there's a cool movie on. Uh, just load because time. the load time and then once you get to the movie you'll probably need to buffer that as well so <laughs> you're probably looking at a good 15-20 minutes uh, if you want a little bit quicker experience go to facebook.com slash aerial and 360 and you can find my uh, my podcast mine and Bobby's other podcast at failingfilmmaker.com or failingfilmmaker.com or facebook.com slash failingfilmmaker and my online filmmaking course at filmmakerbusinessbootcamp.com or filmmakerbusinessbootcamp.com Tell us a little bit more about that real quick. Oh, I want to hear boot- Optimus Prime. Give me a shout uh, out. Huh? Optimus Autobots Prime. roll out. Oh. Wow. <laughs> nice. Autobots roll out. Something like that. That was close. What did you want to hear more about? Sorry. <laughs> Autobots roll out. Roll out. Um, yeah, the, the boot camp. Uh, so we have a filmmaker business boot camp that's designed specifically to help filmmakers with the business side of filmmaking, not the creative side. Uh, we It's $2,500, and we guarantee that in the 12-week course, they will get the opportunity to secure at least $2,500 worth of new business, or we'll actually refund them their difference. Mm, so if they, only, if they only secured $1,900... Well, that's a guarantee, baby. Yeah, if they only secured $1,900 over those 12 weeks, they'll get a $600 refund, so there's no money out of their pocket that they're actually losing. Uh, it's a good investment for themselves. And going back to, you know, the Biz for Good show, be good, do good. We're not just going to take their money and hope they're successful. We'll actually make sure they're successful. Money where your mouth is. 
money where my wallet is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Marcus, thanks for being on the show, man. Super cool. Thanks for uh, hounding us about this and being on the show and connecting with us. Hopefully you guys don't look at me differently because you knew I was homeless. Yeah, mm. we'll definitely look at you differently now with more respect. You guys didn't start giving me food and say, here, I just want to drop this off to you. Here's some $20. <laughs> Here's a $20. <laughs> That's Dude, fake give money. Him the give him the 100 Okay, I'll give him the 100 yep. Here's a 100 he actually gave it to me, though. So, and you owe me hundred dollars. Oh, that's right there. It's, that <laughs> is right there. Don't do. Oh, this man. this is how much I care about money. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Don't don't even not even usable anymore. Be good, do good. Don't worry about money. <laughs> hey, that's cool. I'm gonna leave that like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all on the. It's your hundred. It's your hundred dollar lesson. Hundred dollars on the table. The that's table. awesome. Yeah, I like that. All right. Hey, that's even cooler than just. <laughs> yeah, we should rip up the twenty-two and then have it all on the table. Well, but don't. We got to make sure it looks like a twenty. Oh, you can tell it's a twenty. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's a twenty and a hundred. Nice. Nice. Well, all right, Marcus. Shred the money. You gonna take us out, Ryan? Hashtag shred the money. Hashtag shred the money. <laughs> take us out. Hash brown. Shred the money. Hash browns. Pound sign, shred them up. Pound sign. Pound it. Pound it. Pound it. All right, Pound folks. <laughs> what is going it. on? Okay, Ryan. Wow. Okay, we yeah, always end the... Think fast. <laughs> think fast. <laughs> we got to be in the show always. Always. To be good, do good. Hashtag. We get Cranley on the third one. So we're going to say hashtag, hashtag be, be good, good, do, do good, good three, three times. times. We're going to get louder and louder each time. And Am I involved in this? If you want If you to. want to be. Hashtag. It, hashtag. Hashtag. It's right down there at the bottom of that thing if you if you need to read something. Hashtag bagood dogood. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Here we go. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. <laughs> wow. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.